Hi guys, this is Maria and Manos and you're watching On The Couch with Eminem. The show to help you build fun and profitable businesses. Hi guys and welcome back to uh, part two with Jed Xavier, high performance and mindset coach. Welcome back, Jeff. Thanks, mate. It's been a long two weeks. We haven't moved, but that's okay. We actually haven't moved. <laughs> this is our second episode. We had so much good value, so we thought we we're going to do um, two take two episodes with Jeff. Yes. Um, this time, and just before we finish on the last episode, if you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to that so you can set you up for this one. Mm. We're talking about. Um, wellness in real estate, yep. the balance, the integration now, they call that now. Yes. And we're talking about the revised the projects, the yeah. results from the overall study. And yep. what were the key findings? And But more importantly, what were the tools that people yes. actually using that That's are the one. working there so, uh, out there in the marketplace? So what this project gave us last year was the, start, the building blocks, the starting point, yeah? So like I said, 60% stressed all the time, physical symptoms of anxiety up to 50%. Work impacting family relationships, etc. But also, what came out of the report were a couple of themes, uh, from especially from the roundtables and discussions we've had with various leaders and people yeah, like yeah. yourselves in the industry. And some of the themes were that the industry suffers from the fact that um, no one's encouraged to put up their hand if they're struggling, mm. if they're overwhelmed. They're people fighting are suffering in yeah. silence. People think, oh, well, if you're depressed and suicidal, then we'll listen. It's okay, you know. Then you've got something to talk about. But if you're in the between or at this end and just having an off day, who cares? We're, it's still back in that get old school. Yeah, get on with that harden up type of message. Yeah, yeah. You know, suck it up type of thing. Get on with it. Mm. And, you know, well, I guess... Which is really, really, it's... The industry's come a long way because that's what it was like well, 10, really, 15, really, look, 20, I think it there's was an, suck it up. There's an element of that that's okay, you know? Yeah. Real estate was built... Yeah. All yeah. success was built on that. Come on. Yeah. This is what you signed up for. Punch yourself in the face every That's morning it. before you get out there. Yeah. Um, so there's an element of that. But still, um, because the report reflects this, you know, we still need avenues and environments and cultures where people are encouraged to go, hey, look, I'm struggling a little bit. I mean, Nathan Castley from Owens Castley in South Australia spoke at Revive last year, and he said he, his business pretty much changed when he put his hand up and said, look, I'm, I'm, I'm finding this hard. So many moving parts, lots happening, building a very fast accelerating business. I don't know what I'm doing here sometimes. I need help. Uh, so for someone like that to put their hand up, it sets a great example great for others key. to Absolutely. do that. Amazing. So that, that was and one Alex of the... Alex and Nathan. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're cool. Amazing. So that was one of the big themes that came out of it. The other one was uh, the hustle and grind and that everything's about working yourself into the ground to become a million-dollar agent and to, yeah. to, to do that. Now, nothing wrong with working hard and there's nothing wrong with being a million-dollar agent. Aspiring for that. Mm. Well, yeah, why, why not? Aspire for whatever you want to aspire for. But when there's an impact, a negative impact, we've got to at least have the conversations around, hang on, is this the right model? Is this actually working? When we've got statistics that reflect that. So that was another key message that came out. The other message, which was a strong one, was the onboarding process in real estate. Mm. Get your certificate, get your phone, get your desk, get your patch, off you, you go. go, bit of training, bit Good of support. Luck. Good luck, here we go. And what happens is, We've got people, uh, that's in property management as well, the same type of thing. Yeah. We've got people that aren't um, built to cope with an environment that they're potentially not used to, which is a stressful, pressured, high expectation, deadline-driven type of environment. So you're taking people that aren't trained, they're just thrown into that, and we're wondering why we've got these statistics. But, but it's such a highly emotional 
field. I mean, I know entering real estate was a totally, totally traumatic yeah. um, uh, period for us. I, I, I say it openly. Cope very well. I did not cope yeah. at all. I remember the rejection, the rejection um, yeah, just all, not all used to it, totally foreign So there's no onboarding no. for that. There's onboarding yeah. as far as your skill set. How to run your CRM? But how do you cope with other people's? How do you how do you cope? Because you how's take your emotional intelligence. Yeah. How's your communication mm. skills? All of that type of soft skills, as they call it in the corporate world. How are all those things? How are you at those things? Yeah. How and do some you deal with stress? Naturally good at it, and the ones that they're not. The majority are not. The majority are not, <laughs> and that's why the statistics yeah. reflect that because yeah. we don't have you know in AFL. They sit you down, they teach you about your finances, they teach you about relationships. What do you say in public? They put you through an onboarding process. And the big thing that thing that came out was that we need that type of thing in real estate. Yes. We need that type of thing. And the, yeah. the stuff that John Cunningham's doing in Sydney with the professional ethics uh, you know, certification that's coming out as well, which is gonna lift the professionalism of the industry. Yeah. You know, you know, he's totally supportive of this type of thing and, mm. and, and hopefully we can merge this type of uh, research with what they're doing uh, across the board nationally with professional ethics and at least give people to come, that come into the industry a chance to be able to survive and build sustainable careers uh, rather being, than being and thrown And enjoyable. And enjoyable, yeah. It should be fun. Yeah. It's tough, yeah. it's hard, but it should be fun, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, so there, there were three key things that came out of it. Um, so it's giving us the building blocks. It's giving us a starting point. And this year is about going out there within the think tanks and going, okay, well, what do we do about this then? If these are the themes, if these are the statistics and what's the reflection of what's happening in the industry, where do we go from here? You tell us. I'm just one person. Yeah. Mm. Where if do we, you see it? Like what's your well, um, well, long-term? Well, just globally, vision. if we look at wellness and well-being practices, Real estate's a little bit behind the game and mm-hmm. has been in a lot of areas, but it is in wellness and well-being. What's happening, obviously, you know, the big companies, the Googles and the yes. massive companies around the world have got the high-level wellness and well-being practices. You know, they've got the gym, they've got the massage, they've got the yoga, they've got the pizza night, they've got the fruit bowl, all that type of stuff, and they've got the gym membership. And, and so that's where wellness and well-being sort of started. And some real estate officers have taken that up and they're doing the same thing. Mm. But globally, where wellness and well-being is going is it's mo- it's staying there, but it's sort of moving and shifting as well into the mental health education of people in yeah. your business. You can yeah. get a mental you can get a uh, mental health first aider certificate now, so your corporation can have a specifically identified person who's a mental health not a counselor, or a doctor, no. or a therapist, but a mental health first aider, and so. Wellness and well-being in the corporate space and in real estate is shifting into that type of yeah. model. So that's where we're sort of heading mm. um, down the track. And I think that's important because what's going to happen, it's like the are you okay message, yeah? What has that done? Um, that's got people to go, okay, hang on a second, now I'm conscious about other people around me, not only myself and my close family members, but now I'm conscious of people around me in my workplace. Um, and I think, you know, you talk about tools that we can use, you know, that's one thing we need to look at. How are we set up as businesses where we're on the lookout? Mm. Not counsellors, not doctors, not psychotherapists. That's not our job. Yeah. yeah. But how do we identify? How do we become aware? How do we be vigilant about those that are around us? What avenues do we give them to be able to voice how they're feeling maybe and what's going on if they're not coping, etc. that type of thing? 
And then how do we meet those types of needs? Generally, whether it's an outsourced type of um, contact that we use. So there's some of the things that are changing based on the base of this. But the key thing for this year is getting people like yourselves to get together and go, okay, where do we go from here? Yeah. What, what do we need to do now? Yeah. Research is there. The themes are there. Where do we go from here? I mean, if we look at it practically, some things that people can do that might be watching this that might feel a bit overwhelmed, awesome, stressed, yeah. you know, under pressure, that type of thing. I think there's a couple of things we can look at. The first thing is simplify. Yeah? Just simplify your life. I moved from the Gold Coast to uh, from Sydney to the Gold Coast. I sold everything I had. I gave every, away most of it. I packed three guitars, clothes, all my books in a four-wheel drive that I hired, and I moved to a rented apartment fully furnished. I owned nothing. I just said, I've got to simplify my life. Cut my debt down, paid off a lot of stuff. I just tried to simplify it. You know how refreshing that is? Mm. To only have like four or five pairs of socks that you have to keep washing because you run out of them quick enough? <laughs> Rather than 20, and you keep losing them all the time. So, simplify is the first thing. That's not going to work in our house. Yeah, no, no. Because the kids take manners is all the time. It's such a common theme, and um, if anyone hasn't heard or isn't following Tim Ferriss, he progresses to that. He's amazing. He's absolutely, Mm. he's probably brought it to the forefront back in uh, late uh, 2000. It's a philosophy that. It's a philosophy. The the, the generations are coming through now that Mm. just go, hey, we don't need all this stuff. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. We just don't need it. We just need, we need real experiences. Real connections. It's yep. called the new rich. Real, real, real jobs, mm. you know, mm. that, that have that sort of purpose. There's a great documentary called Minimalist, if you want to get right into it. Yep. That just takes the cake for that type of stuff. So anyway, that's the first thing. Secondly, so, so simplifying your life, so decluttering. De- well, decluttering, but decluttering mentally. That's it. Decluttering spiritually, decluttering emotionally, decluttering physically, decluttering at work, decluttering friends. I mean, it, you can yeah. just, just yeah. simplify. Mm. Just get back to the to the basics. And what are the basics in life? You have a baseline of good happiness and contentment and you're interacting with those around you mm. that are in your circle and sphere. Second thing is be present. You know, Eckhart Tolle talks about we're always trying to escape this moment. And then when we get to the next moment, what are we doing? We're trying to escape that moment. Yeah. When we get to the next one, we don't want that it's one. It's the language that we use sometimes. I can't wait for this and yes. I can't wait yeah, for I that. And I go, well, what about just enjoy it now? Or we're thinking about the past. Yes. We're, we're focusing on the past. Yeah, yeah. He says it's, it's almost like we're trying to escape this moment. Mm. But this moment's all that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and this is it. And, enjoy it. And, and what, mm. what that does when we're doing that, trying to escape this moment consistently by being in the future or being in the past, is it creates incredible amounts of anxiety. Mm. and incredible amounts of stress so it's self-inflicted we bring it on ourselves so be present that's important that was was number two that's number two number three slow down Richard Carlson who wrote the book um, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff yes Yes. he said if we would just slow down if we would just slow down enough happiness would catch up to us yeah that's right (laughs) right We were just slow down happiness it's so true yeah it's what they call uh, now hurried sickness Yep, it's that constant urgency or nervousness and got to do something, I've got to be busy, I've got to get there, I can't wait. Always to looking at our phone, always looking always at looking the phone, always, always doing yeah. something. Mm. Hurried sickness. We just need to slow down. Never heard of that one before. We just need, yeah. sickness. We, we need to slow down. So we need to walk slower. We need to talk slower. We need to breathe slower and we need to think slower. Can't talk slow if you're agree. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. In English. Some cultures will have difficulty <laughs> with point number three, talking slower. So we have simplify. Simplify. Be, be present. present slow, and slow down. And the last one, which I think is the, the most important one out of all of these, is we need to um, detach. Yeah, 
the Buddhists say that all suffering comes from attachment. Yep. And if you think about everything that makes us angry, frustrated, annoyed, discontented, if we think about all that so stuff, true. it's coming from something that's not happening that we want to happen. We lose a listing. Someone doesn't listen to us. Something doesn't happen. We Let it go. Let it go. We've got to let it go. We've got to not be attached mm. to outcomes. Mm. We've got to be able to go, okay, I did my best in that situation. Yeah. It didn't work out the way I wanted yeah. it. I've got to move on. Yeah. Mm. I, I, yeah. Because if yeah, I'm yeah. attached I'm to good it, at that. you're excellent. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm attached. I am. If I know I've done everything that I possibly could, you, then, you just yeah. make a judgment call. Did, yeah. I do, did I do what I could? Yeah. And even if I didn't do what I could, yeah. and I'm, it's out of my control now, I've just got to detach from it. Yeah. Because what happens is every day we're attaching to something, that load gets heavier and it gets heavier and it gets heavier. But sometimes that heavier. one thing doesn't happen because something else is going to happen around the corner that's meant to happen that's bigger yeah, than that. Well, that's, a, that's an existential you know? way of looking and at it. And, and that's, that's spiritually, like, yeah. you know, because I, you know. Well, that's a philosophy that you have that works. But yeah. for most people, look at a kid with an ice cream. If he doesn't get his ice cream, what does he do? Screams. He's yeah. attached to gain that ice cream. Look yeah. at relationships. If your partner doesn't listen to you, you get annoyed because you're attached to that to, outcome. To the outcome. You, you wanted them to do something that didn't happen. Mm. The building and pest fell over. You're attached to that because you're thinking, I've got to have that happen to get this. And when it doesn't happen, your world falls apart. Mm. So the fourth thing is the, the it underpins all of those things. And if you put those together, your stress will go down. Yes. Your anxiety will go down. Frustration will go down. Tolerance will you know, increase around different things that happen in your world. Yeah. And you'll be a far more happier and more free-flowing uh, person who doesn't get stu- stuck in that vortex of overwhelm that happens mm. in And you're in probably going to perform better. Yeah, you perform. You perform better well, and you produce and actually produce you're gonna more. You're going to feel better. You're going to feel better. Whenever you're stressed. Important thing, yeah. it, all, it all starts with that, mm. yeah. I think. Yeah. There's good stress and bad stress. Sometimes mm. you need stress because if you're sitting in, in a listening presentation and it's like, wow, I've got to make this happen, yeah, yeah. you need that stress to yes. be there. Yeah, you need that adrenaline. And you That's need a to positive push. stress. It's a positive stress. Mm. But if it, you're stressful, frustrated, annoyed, disappointed, if that's consistent, happening which it does happen to people mm. just in generally in, in life then that has an impact on your health that has an impact on your emotions it has an impact on your clarity on your focus it has an impact on your drive it has an impact on your physiology yeah um, and so we're a complete being we're, we're you know mentally emotionally physically and spiritually right. if those four things you know aren't lined up in the morning before you go out onto the field how can you play at your best? You can't. You can't play at your best. Yeah. And so... And you're, you're vulnerable. And, well, of course you're vulnerable. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, it, it gets in there a lot quicker and it impacts you a lot faster than it normally would if you're able to embrace those things that we talked about, slowing down, being present, simplifying and letting, letting go. So the upcoming event is in July. July the 29th, 29th. and 30th, Sheridan Mirage on the Gold Coast, right on the beach. Fantastic. It'll be amazing. It will be amazing. It was amazing last year. We had over 100 people there. We're going to get a couple of hundred there this Tell year. Tell some of the stuff that you did apart from having the speakers. You did some yoga. So we did, we did yoga. Beach, we had a chill-out zone. Yeah. We had beanbags down the front yeah. that people could sit in. Yeah. Uh, we had gratitude cool. walls. We had yoga on the mm. beach. We had a sound healing session. So all the the stuff that just gets people to relax and chill out, and mm. it was a big two days of people reflecting, and and it was a life changing experience. And you know, I'm very proud of what we did there because it hasn't been done in the industry before. And from the reports, uh, I mean, we had 99 percent of people 
say that the 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 uh, event across the board scored us ninety nine percent. That's amazing. Yeah, it was just it was just an amazing event. It mm. Went better than I thought it would. It's it's been having a bigger impact than I thought it would have. I think because people uh, they want to be free. They're craving. They're craving for that they help. They want. They want they to have fun. To they it. want to have a life. They, they want to enjoy work. They want to have yeah, family time. They want to be healthy. Um, and, but you know, it's not. A, and it's not real estate's fault. Yeah. I mean, someone asked this question. Well, hang on a second. It's. Uh, it's not just real estate industry that's making this happen. And I think you know that's right. I mean, a lot of it's self-inflicted. Of course. Because we're not simplifying things. I'm we're, sure. We've got so, so much debt. It's like that causes pressure. And then we come to work, and then we've got to work in that pressure. Um, so there are a, a, a lot of variables that impact on why this is happening. But if we can do just a little bit. Uh, to start this movement, I think a lot of good people are going to come on board and go, okay, let's let's make this a thriving, flourishing industry that yeah, people come into and they're better off when they leave hmm. than when they came into came it into as it. opposed to being, generally speaking, worse off. Yeah. yeah. Come out of it. Sounds bit. amazing. Yeah, it does. Sustainable it's businesses. Sustainable That's businesses. what we're looking yeah, at. Sensational. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, I think I know we're, burn out. we're going to do a Skype call in and we're going to do a video. Yes, a maybe way. we can. We'll talk, talk from Crete. There you go. Never, yeah, awesome. Done. We can do that. We can yes. do that, definitely. Yeah. Great to well, have but you. But I, I, I'd rather be there doing the interview. Yeah, no. so. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. It. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that for the next Jet, one. thank you so much Thanks, for joining guys. us. It's always a pleasure. Yeah. And it's guys, great you. thank really you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the last episode. Revive2018.com.au. That's the one. Perfect. Yeah, at least Perfect. just go to the site. put it on the bottom of the Yeah, at least go to the site and have a look and uh, see what we're doing. And Done. as always, if you've got any questions for Jet, yep. let us know. Yeah, Done. that would be awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks again. See you next week. Cheers.